Welcome to the Lyrics in Life podcast. If you're enjoying this show, be sure to show your support by leaving a rating and review as your feedback helps us reach new listeners beyond our normal reach. And don't forget to share with your friends on social media. And for a free journaling guide that empowers self-discovery and personal growth, visit our website at www.lyricsinlife.online. Now, let's get this episode started and embrace the growth it brings through the magic of lyrics and life. Welcome to episode number 22. In this episode, we'll be discussing I Surrender by Hillsong. Hillsong wrote the song I Surrender to help people express their strong devotion and trust in God. This song is all about giving up your own wishes and letting God guide your life. Hillsong is known for creating music that connects people with their faith, and I Surrender is another one of their heartfelt songs that encourages you to trust God. This song was actually introduced to us by our friends who wanted to do this on a Sunday morning for worship, and I thought it was a great idea after I listened to this song, and it's just one of those songs that stuck with me. And we are going to um, actually break down this song like we typically do with every other podcast episode. We're going to break it down by sections within the song, whether it be the verse, chorus, or bridge. So let's kick off this commentary by talking about verse 1. And verse 1 says, Here I am, down on my knees again, surrendering all. Find me here, Lord, as you draw me near, desperate for you. The first verse of I Surrender as Barry said, starts by saying, here I am down on my knees again, surrendering all. This means the person singing the song is humbly giving everything to God. They are showing their willingness to let go of their desires and to follow God's plan. It's like saying, God, I'm ready to do what you want. And I kind of feel like that's where we've been this whole past year. We kind of both have just really dove into what God wants and and we don't desire, obviously, what the world wants. And it's crazy how transforming it's been in our lives. This verse also mentions being desperate for you. This shows a deep longing for a stronger connection with God. It says, if the person is saying, God, I really, really want to be close to you. I need you in my life. This feeling of desperation for a deeper connection with God reflects a strong desire to have a meaningful relationship with him. In the Bible, Psalm 95.6 says, Come, let us bow down and worship. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. This verse encourages a humble and sincere approach to God, just like the lyrics in the song. It's about being on your knees, showing reverence, and surrendering to the greatness of God. So when the song talks about being on your knees and surrendering, it aligns with the spirit of the Bible verse. And within this verse, there is a beautiful symbolism in the Christian faith of being on our knees in surrender. It signifies a deep and humble posture of prayer, reverence, and surrender to God. Because kneeling is a humble act where believers bow before God, showing respect in His authority and surrendering to His will. So when we kneel to pray, it's kind of like having a heart-to-heart -heart with God, where we share our thoughts and seek His guidance and comfort. And being on your knees can represent giving your worries, your sins, and burdens to God. Showing trust that he'll help you with all your problems. This verse symbolizes the, symbolizes the desperateness we need to have with God during all times in our lives. 
not just in times of need. All right, so we're going to move on to verse 2. And verse 2 says, Drench my soul as mercy and grace unfold. I hunger and thirst. With arms stretched wide, I know you hear my cry. Speak to me now. This verse talks about how our souls thirst for God's mercy and his grace. In other words, being spiritually thirsty. The term drench my soul is such a great imagery of God completely covering us. And it mentions reaching out with open arms, a sign of seeking God's presence and hearing his guidance. The verse reminds us that God hears our cries in times of need and responds with his comforting words, providing us with strength and courage. And his comforting words might be coming from a Bible verse that you would read, maybe a song like this, or maybe a friend will all of a sudden send you a message or give you a phone call and ask you how you're doing or automatically just know how you're doing and provide those comforting words. So God has multiple ways he can comfort us when we are in this time of just need and his response is always timely. This verse also shows a strong desire for God's mercy and grace. When it says, drench my soul as mercy and grace unfold, I hunger and thirst. And I really like how you talked about being spiritually thirsty or hungry for God. When I sing this verse, it also makes me think of God's kindness and feeling forgiving for my mistakes. It's like saying, God, please fill me with your love because I need it so much. This verse also talks about having arms stretched wide and knowing that God hears their cry. This is about feeling vulnerable and reaching out to God. When we're vulnerable, it's like we are crying out for help and comfort. The idea is that God is always there to listen and respond when we are feeling this way. All you need to do is soak in his presence. In the Bible, Psalm 42.1 in the New Living Translation says, As the deer longs for streams of water, so I long for you, O God. This verse compares the longing for God to a deer looking for water, and it's similar to the hunger and thirst mentioned before in the song. You need to nourish yourself with God. Just like you need nutritional nourishment to stay alive, you also need spiritual nourishment. God can fill you up when you surrender to him. It's all about a deep desire for God. Psalm 18.6 in the Passion Translation says, But in my time of trouble, I cried out to you. Yes, from your sanctuary you heard my voice, and my cry reached your ears. This verse connects with the idea of God hearing our cries when we're in trouble or need. It's like saying, God, you're there to listen when we call you for help. Okay, so we're going to dive into the chorus. And the chorus goes, I surrender, I surrender, I want to know you more. The chorus of I surrender emphasizes this importance of absolute surrender to God. It's a declaration, declaration of the desire to know God more deeply, which comes through surrendering our whole selves to him. A deep relationship with God isn't just about knowing about him. It's about actually knowing him. And that requires letting go of our worries, our fears, control, and praying and seeking after him constantly. And this act of letting go is extremely hard to do in the normal day-to-day lives. But this act of actually letting go is, is an act of giving him control over our journey. 
So as we are navigating through this life, letting go and having him direct our paths is extremely hard, but it's also very, very freeing. And this chorus is a reminder that surrender is the key to a profound and meaningful relationship with God. So like Barry talked about, the chorus talks about the complete surrender to God. And it reflects on the importance of giving yourself completely to God and wanting to have a closer and deeper relationship with Him. It's like saying, God, I'm giving you my whole self and I really want to get to know you better. It's like God becoming your best friend. Above all, He is the one. You know, and in my own life, I always thought of Barry as my best friend. But if I don't put God above Barry, how is he supposed to help me in my marriage? How is he supposed to help me and guide our relationship? I never really grasped this concept until this past year, and I definitely feel like we have grown spiritually together as a couple because of it. In Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 in the New Living Translation, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. This verse stresses the importance of trusting God completely and seeking his guidance in everything. Surrendering to God and desiring to know him more is about putting your trust in him and allowing him to guide your life. It's like saying, God, I trust you with all my heart and I want to follow your path. It all just emphasizes the idea of giving your all to God and wanting a deeper relationship with him. So we're going to move on to the bridge of the song. And the bridge says, like a rushing wind, Jesus breathe within. Lord, have your way. Like a mighty storm, stir within my soul. Lord, have your way in me. Out of this whole entire song, this is my favorite part. Because it is just so powerful. And the words have just in a great imagery behind them. So I just kind of picture Jesus as a vast and gentle wind, much like the sound from heaven that roared like a mighty windstorm, filling the house where the disciples were sitting. Just as in Acts 2, imagine this wind not only bringing a sense of calm and comfort, but also transforming everything around. Just like when the flames of fire settled on each of the disciples. And as this wind of Jesus fills our souls, it's as if everyone present, much like the disciples, is filled with the Holy Spirit and embracing a renewal and a transformation that sweeps through our lives and completely reshaping and invigorating us in a profound and beautiful way. The bridge describes the Holy Spirit as being like a rushing wind and a mighty storm within us, like Barry was talking about. And this imagery is used to show how the Holy Spirit can move powerfully in our lives. Just like the wind can be strong and refreshing, the Holy Spirit can bring a sense of renewal and a sense of energy to our hearts. And like a storm, the Holy Spirit can also shake things up and bring about change. Allowing God to have his way in our lives means being open to his guidance and letting him work in and through us. It's like saying, God, I'm ready for you to lead me and make a difference in my life. This surrender and openness to God's influence is the central theme in this song. It's about letting God's spirit move like a wind or a storm within us, shaping us and guiding us in the way he sees best. 
All right, so we're going to actually wrap up the commentary on this song. And I wanted to kind of just talk a little bit about my thoughts on this song. And this song is actually a little bit different than most of the other songs that we have talked about. And I, I see this song as a soaking song. It's one of those songs where you just sit and you just, you're, you're kind of almost still and you just listen and you just are quiet. And you can definitely sing it, but it's just, I think this is just one of those songs, just a little bit more where you can just turn up the music and just sit and close your eyes and just meditate on the words and raise your hands or kneel or bow or just, or lay or whatever. It's just one of those songs where you can just, just soak in it. It's not like a praise song where it's really high energy but it's just, this song is just so impactful because this song is a reminder of the power of surrendering to God. And it gets kicked off right at the beginning of, of the song with being on our knees, asking God to draw near to us and letting go of our burdens, of our worries and our fears. This song is about surrender, which empowers us with strength and courage to face life's challenges and follow God's guidance and his desires. This song is a powerful song that conveys the idea of surrendering to God and desiring a deeper connection with Him. The lyrics express a heartfelt commitment to let go of one's desires and trust in God's plan. They reflect a deep longing for God's mercy and grace and a recognition that God hears our cries in our moments of vulnerability. The chorus stresses the fact that you need to surrender to God. You should desire to know God more intimately, echoing the message of Proverbs 3, 5, 6, which encourages you to trust God completely and seek his guidance in all aspects of your life. The picture of the Holy Spirit moving like a wind and storm within us shows us the impact God can have on our lives when we open ourselves to his work. And as I stated before about surrender is to follow God's guidance and his desires. And our only desire should be him and being obedient to him. That is our call. Oswald Chambers puts it this way. He will do with you what he never did before his call came to you. And he will do with you what he is not doing with other people. Let him have his way. Surrendering to God is an ongoing but liberating journey. As we draw near to him, we realize that God calls us to offer more of ourselves. What we once let go of might not be sufficient anymore. I want to make a point that surrendering isn't a negative thing. It's about aligning our spirits with God's, liberating ourselves from the burdens of all control. Our purpose is to let our spirits guide our minds and our bodies and not the other way around. The Bible states in Romans 12 too, that we need to renew our minds. And I believe that this is where God asks us to surrender. We're encouraged to connect with God through prayer and worship to renew our minds and not conform to the world and to discern what else we should be able to release. By embracing this surrender, we discover hope, and our lives become a vessel of God's transformative work, as Oswald Chambers so eloquently stated. It's in this alignment that we find our true purpose and our salvation. 
As you listen to this song, I really encourage you to reflect on your own surrender to God and your longing to know Him more deeply. May it motivate you to open your heart to God's guidance, His mercy, and His love. Let this song be a reminder of the beauty of surrendering to the Lord and allowing Him to work in your life.